It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We all have a pretty good feeling that Zach Calzada will be the starter for the Auburn Tigers this season, but what would it take for him to not be the starter? This season. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm and I'm I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. I want to talk about quarterbacks today, and we will be joined now by Mike G of the War Report. A little War Report Wednesday. Yep. Mike G, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you you believe Zach Calzada will be the starter this season as well, correct? Uh, well, I, I think he has just as good a chance as anybody in this race. But if you had to pick um, somebody today, who are you picking? Oh, see, that's tough. Is it? I, I thought last that's... week you were picking Calzada. Uh, well, I was expressing that I feel like he's made up some ground in the race, certainly, um, and that he is in good shape going into the summer. He was hurt, uh, so he was somewhat limited, but he has impressed a lot of his teammates, um, as they told us. So uh, I think this is a three-man race uh, with an outside shot for Ro- for Robbie Ashford. And So right now you're, uh, you're 1A, 1B, and then 2. Correct. Yeah, and okay. I and I'm flip-flopping on 1A 1B. Um I think it could go either way. That surprises uh, me. I, I I thought you were all in on, you know, projecting Calzada uh, to be the guy. Okay, so this is going to be a different conversation than what I was expecting. Yeah, I listen, it's hard to it's hard to know what's in a coach's mind. Uh so this is not really about what I think, but based on recent interviews and sure. all the information we've gathered uh after interviewing Harson uh, I just think it. I think it's up in the air. I don't think Harson's ready to name a guy. Um, I think he's going to let him compete over the summer. He, you know, expressed some things about quarterback philosophy, and yeah. uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, T.J. Finley has been under the staff for over a year now, right? And I think that that gives him some edge in knowing the playbook. And if he has demonstrated an understanding of the concepts and systems that they want to run, uh, how could that not give him a little bit of an edge? Now, in terms of actual performance, uh, TJ had some ground to make up from last year. I, I don't think anybody could you know, honestly say that based on the last three games of last year that he solidified the job. I don't think he closed the door during the spring. Yeah, I, I think and, we're all in agreement on that. I think where the disagreement comes from his last three games was how much does that matter because of the offense not being built around him and, and, and all of that? Well, they brought in two quarterbacks. So, um, you know, they obviously oh, yeah. wanted options. <laughs> they obviously wanted it's pretty options, telling. I think. Yeah. And, and then they brought in a guy who started a lot of games in our league last year. And you know, for all intents and purposes, is working his butt off this spring. So seems like uh, this will this will be a battle. Uh, I think this will be one of the first real QB battles that we've seen at Auburn in a, quite some time. And I'm I, I'm pretty confident that whoever comes out on top will not have a stranglehold on the job mm-hmm. until at least midseason if they're performing well. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll have a chance to 
firmly have it if they beat Penn State. If they look good against Penn State, it's probably theirs, right? Uh, maybe. There, there, but there are some scenarios where uh, uh, Sean Clifford's back for a sixth year. He played well against us last year, but he certainly had an up-and-down season. Sure. Uh, he had an all-world receiver and Jahan Dotson, right. and you know he did not take full advantage of that. So if we are in low-scoring, drag-out defenses, squeaking us out type games, I would not leave it past the coach to make a switch at quarterback. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying State. if a quarterback goes out there, whether it's Calzada or Finley, I don't think it'll be Ashford. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll put him in that conversation as well. Whoever it is, if they perform well against Penn State, I don't think you can take the job away from them unless they really just drop the ball several games later. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, okay, where are we drawing the line at performing well? Um, I think uh, taking care of the football. I think okay. being efficient. I'm not talking about going out there and slinging it for 300 yards a game, but I'm talking okay. about, you know, North of a sixty-five percent passer, you know, completion. That's pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. But I, I just don't think they're going to be airing it out, and, and I think they're going to be, you know, a, a lot of shorter passes. I think they're going to do a lot of stuff behind the line of scrimmage as far as getting the ball to receivers quickly mm-hmm. and letting them do things with it, um, much like we saw them do with with Kobe Hudson at times last year. And but this year, I think it'll be, you know, a Malcolm Johnson Jr., a Javarius Johnson, right. Um, Maybe Shed uh, Jackson. I don't think he's that type of receiver, but maybe. But so I, I think it's going to be a lot of that. I don't think um, Auburn fans should expect a quarterback to go out there and average over 250 yards passing a game. I just don't think that's what this team is going to be. I don't think yeah. that. I don't think that's the way this roster is made. I think the quarterbacks have the ability to do it. I just think with these receivers, and I mean, you and I have talked at length about you know pass protection and things like that. I, I just don't think that's going to be what performing well looks like for this Auburn offense. I think it's going to be more about efficiency and taking care of the football. Um, I think it's going to be about pushing the ball down the field. Okay. And I think that that is going to be the, the bane or the save savior of whoever starts at quarterback this year. Uh, last year, there was a big re- One of the biggest reasons our run game suffered. Number one, our O-line was not built for, the like a smash mouth running game it just wasn't it was built for misdirection what gus was trying to do it took them it was always going to take them more than a year to get these linemen in the type of physical shape sure uh the offensive line is such a developmental position you don't come in and then you know in one spring change your body into to, to the type of system that brian harson wanted to run but because we could not push the ball down the field last year the defensive strategy against Auburn was tee off on the run game and get after the quarterback. Mm -hmm. There was little to no respect for our ability to be able to throw down the field. I've said this on previous episodes. When we were able to do that, the offense looked unstoppable, right? Nobody complained about the run game. It was, it looked good, but you cannot, you know, five guys cannot consistently block seven or eight. Just doesn't work, man. Eventually, they're going to plug gaps. They're going to stop your run game. Mm-hmm. And I think that if the quarterback, whoever he is, can push the ball down the field and make us a down-the-field threat, it will take a lot of pressure off the rest of the offense. What we've been hoping, how it's looked in the past, has been the run game has provided that relief for the passing game. It's not going to work. This, it's not going to work that way this year, Zach. We have to take some pressure off the run game you know, because if this line bl- run blocks at the same rate that they did last year, uh, we're going to have a tough season. 
we're going to be a dogfight every game. Well, yeah, uh, so yeah uh, of so course, of course. So I, I think, well, that's kind of why I was, I, I'm expecting more stuff to happen behind the line of scrimmage because, I mean, all of those things, you know, the, the, you know, you, the quarterback gets the ball and gets it out to, to a receiver. It's essentially a running play. And, and I think that's what they're going to have to do um, to make people play, you know, wider out, farther away from the, uh, from the middle of the field. Yeah, I, you just can only throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage so much before you have to push it up the field because defense. I mean, Mike D, I'm not talking about every S- play. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, again, but defenses are smart. They're fast. When we did, we went through our film review with Harson, uh, we picked three plays. Yeah. One for each quarterback. And he thought something, that, he, he said something I thought was funny. Okay. But also very true. Uh, the first play was TJ Finley completion to Cedric Jackson right up the middle. It was a complete dime. Oh, yeah, but, that, was, that was probably the best pass in A-Day. Right, he, but he noted, he said, the first thing wrong with this play is third and 16. We cannot find ourselves behind yeah. the chains because that's how we ended up passing the ball way more than running it last year. Totally. Was trying to throw ourselves out of holes. And the inability to complete those downfield passes at a high enough clip to keep defenses honest, put a lot of pressure on other areas of the offense and particularly on the quarterback. Now that next throw becomes more crucial. And that was a great throw by, uh, uh, by TJ, but the preceding two plays that put us in third and 15 due to lack of execution were not good. Right. And you don't want to have to need that throw from your quarterback consistently this year. It's just not going to work. So to your point, um, defenses are going. I think defenses are going to sniff that. They're going to play that. I'm a betting man. I'm playing all screens. I'm 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 playing uptight. And I'm just making Auburn prove that they can beat me down the field. Mm-hmm. That's what we put on tape. And the quarterback's job, whoever holds on to the quarterback job, will be the guy who can complete those downfield passes at a high enough clip. I think right now, if I had to give an edge to Calzada, based on what we've seen on tape. In real life, in the SEC, you'd have to give Calzada the edge. You just would. Look at our game versus them. Right. right? He didn't have a great game, but I'll tell you what, he made two to three more passes down the field than our quarterback did. Yeah, I mean, if if you get two or three of those against South Carolina or even against Alabama or Mississippi State, it's a a totally different outlook of what happened this past season. You you mentioned your interview with Harson. There was was something that he brought up that, that I want to touch on in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure the often uh, pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while they're going to deliver it and you know maybe their warehouse doesn't even you know carry the brand that you had in mind? Just go to rockauto.com from your phone or, or, or from your laptop or your work computer. I, I don't know. But head over to rockauto.com. And you'll see that, one, it's significantly cheaper. I mean, some folks say 30%, 50%, uh, even 100% more for the same parts just by going to rockauto.com, and it shows up right at your door. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. You're right, Locked On Auburn, and they're How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That is at rockauto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, 
including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Mike G, something that Harson talked about in, in, in y'all's conversation with him, um, and I'm paraphrasing here. If you know the exact quote, please correct me. But the gist of it was, um, just because you pick a quarterback doesn't mean other quarterbacks aren't going to play. Do you do you believe that? Do you believe that that's going to happen? Because I, I know we've talked about this a little bit before with Robbie Ashford, and, and you, you believe there'll be packages and, and things like that for him. Or is this just kind of him saying what he needs to say to keep all the quarterbacks on his roster happy and believe they have a thought, uh, a shot at playing time? Well, he said you can play more than one quarterback. And there are a couple different ways you can take that statement. Number one, the guy you pick doesn't perform, so you got to go to the second guy. Which, or uh, the guy you pick gets hurt. And both these quarterbacks are very familiar with that scenario. If you think about it, the TJ Finley, he won the number two spot in both his stops, and the starter got hurt, and he got thrown in. Same with Zach Calzada last year. Haynes King won that job. He got thrown in. Right. And um, he didn't play well versus Colorado. They snuck out the win, but, man, he struggled in that game and then picked it up after after that. Um, you know, he found his footing. They had well, some disappointment. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, obviously, if somebody gets hurt, you're going to play more than one quarterback. But I don't think right. he's projecting people to get hurt. Do you? Uh, I think that he's planning for multiple contingencies because that happened to him last year. That was a real scenario from last year, right? Okay. Um, I just didn't take it that way. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, they went out and got TJ Finley because they felt like D. Davis was not a viable option. And, you know, obviously Grant Lloyd wasn't either. So you went out and you got a quarterback because you, you've got to be two quarterbacks deep in this league. Too many teams mm-hmm. we've seen, even last year, the starter gets hurt. Okay, lot. so outside of and injuries, the injuries, right. the injury conversation is pointless. We're now, all in agreement there. But now, outside terms, of that, now in terms of playing two quarterbacks, um, I don't think that scenario involves T.J. Finley, Zach Calzada. I think Robbie Ashford, Ashford. is the winner in the two quarterback conversation because sure. if you bring him in, it's a real wrinkle to bring him in and have. Uh, they've been raving about his speed, by the way. Sure athleticism and have a legit run threat. According to Robbie, he didn't even show us everything he had in the tank during a day. He was like, Mike, I got, I got some slides to the side here that I was saving, but um, he can run. And to have a guy come in and be a true dual threat may throw people off a lot. And Ashford has a chance to audition for the job in case somebody gets hurt or even for next year, if he plays well in the opportunities, because one thing that Harson said during our interview was, you know, these guys know they have to work with what the coaches give them. It's just not everybody after spring, man, not everybody's going to get equal opportunities. We started with five quarterbacks on the roster and they had to dwindle it down pretty quickly in the spring practice because you got to divvy out reps. Sure. After the spring, uh, it, it narrows and going into the fall, you know, two guys are going to get a majority of the reps. Mm-hmm. And I think that Robbie Ashford stands to gain the most. I, I, and I think that's on his mind as well, too. He's just too good an athlete not to use. So, so going into fall, you think all three of them will be 
getting relevant reps in practice, or do you think just two of them? Yeah, I think all three of them. But but Robbie situationally though. So you, you don't think, you don't think Robbie will be getting snaps to like run the first team offense? You think he'll just be getting snaps to to Yeah, I think Okay. To I, play. I think, I, I think they put in a package for Robbie. They put in a package for Robbie. And um, if that's true, it'll be interesting to see how one, it looks on the depth chart. And two, like if a backup quarterback is needed, and hopefully it's not. Would he be the backup quarterback or would he still have the same role um, if Calzada starts and then Finley would have to, you know, come in and, and relieve? Like, th- that would be an interesting, interesting thing to see happen. How I see it playing out, Zach, is I don't think it starts out the way you just described with him not even being the backup. I think that if in the limited reps that he get, if he comes in and performs well, he has a chance to take the number two job from whoever's in the number two spot. Because if you got a guy who can run and throw uh, yeah. and be a dual threat in this league, it's too, it's too much of an advantage over the other two, right? I, I'm, there, I'm there with you, man. I'm at this point now where, like, I, I think Calzada's going to start. Uh, I think most people believe that. The... The interesting thing after that, though, is like, okay, if Calzada is unable to play for whatever reason, or he needs to be pulled, um, I'm at the where point do- now where, like, I think I'd rather see Ashford in there. And it's no disrespect to TJ. It's just, what else is going to change? What else is going to change from what we've seen so far? And you know, you mentioned he's been in the system for over a year now, which is obviously important. Um, but... I was really expecting TJ to turn it on in spring, and we just didn't ever really hear that narrative emerge from practice, and I think that's a really big deal. And so you bring the upside of Ashford, um, who I do not think has a chance for the starting job, but I do think he has a chance to be a backup mm-hmm. and a role player. I don't think he's going to have as many design plays, or he may have the design plays, but I don't think we're going to see him in relevant snaps, assuming the starting quarterback is healthy that often. Uh, I think you and I yep. disagree there. But um, as a backup, I think I would almost rather see that. Yeah, I think you can make a case, Zach, for Robbie or TJ at this point. Um, I, I don't put any stock into what we didn't hear coming out of spring because they're not going to tell you anyway, right? Like, um, And the reports, unless these people were you know, at practice physically watching because I was trying to tell people, um, if you're making your judgments off A-Day, I think that's a mistake. Um, yeah, sure. Because the coaches are making their judgments off the totality of the spring, and we don't for sure know what happened in the totality of the spring. We know that TJ still did enough to go out there first, you know, and get a majority of the first team reps. But Calzada didn't factor in because of the injury. And after, you know, our, you know, big friend of the show, Chris Todd, one of probably one of the most underrated QBs to come through Auburn. Sure, he had he had it up here. Well, he had all the he had all the passing records. Then Cam came the next year. Right. I mean, I'm tell- <laughs> and and didn't have the strongest arm. Sure, but he was one of the hardest working, and he was one of the smartest. And when you listen to Chris tell the story about uh, when Gus and Chiz told him that he won the starting job, uh, it was pretty funny. This interview is live for everybody, but. He said he had no clue where he stood. As a matter of fact, he was thinking his football career was over when they called him in the office. So he they called him into the office in the order that they were taking reps in practice. Yeah. 
and he was third. So he was like, listen, if I won the job, they would either call me in first or last. So, so I'm done. <laughs> so he goes in, Zach, and he sits down, and he says, um, Gus starts talking to him, and says, yeah, well, you know, you you did some good things this spring. Uh, there's a lot you need to work on. I'm, the moment was built for maximum drama. But the last thing he was expecting, they ended, he said, you're going to be the starting quarterback at Auburn University, and he was shocked. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't because he didn't work his butt off. It was because the coaches never really gave any indication who was leading the race? Do you th- do you think that race. do you think that'll happen this fall? I could I, after talking to Hartson, I could see that. Okay, I could see them not giving anybody any true indication of where they're at, and that's from my conversations with the players. Mm-hmm. And I just wouldn't put any stock in any of the narratives that we've heard. I think the coaches are playing this one pretty tight to the vest because they want these guys to actually compete. Wait, you wouldn't put any stocks in what narratives? Any any narrative that you hear out there right now right because there's always these narratives that arise but um very few of them actually come from what's happening it's like again people watch the a-day and they say oh well, tj didn't improve enough to start the job or like i said it's just not enough information i think we're at the there. point of the fan bait well i say this but i think most people watching either of our shows understand that it's not about a-day like any narrative that comes out of a-day i think is crazy oh man you'd be surprised the stuff i read so but i agree with you any any narrative that came out of that is crazy yeah. and because todd missed the spring and walked in and won a starting job here at auburn university in eight practices i would not put that past calzada either and he's got a lot more starting experience than chris todd did yeah, so, and, and and it sounds like he practiced plenty this spring, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so. I mean, they, they act like he was limited, but the truth was he threw a lot this spring. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that was a little, the, one of the narratives that he was limited was overplayed. He They kept mm-hmm. him out of situations where he might get hit and uh, re-injure that shoulder, but he but threw it, a But lot. in practice, I mean, your quarterbacks don't get hit anyway. So I, I'd love to know how different that actually was, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, it sounded like he was talking about anything, even accidental contact. They were just trying to keep him out of any situation where a player might accidentally contact that yeah. surgically repair shoulder. Right. And but I, I really thought it was overplayed the whole. Oh, he was limited this spring. No, it, it sounds it sounds like he practiced plenty, which I think is is great for the the quarterback race. Whoever wins this quarterback job. Does it result in some people leaving the program? We'll get Mike G's thoughts on that in just a moment. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. We've talked about it a lot on the show. Some of the, the future win totals, you can check all of those out for all Power 5 college football teams in 2022. Auburn, still at 5.5 on Bet Online. So if you think Auburn will win six or more games, you need to head over to Bet Online and check out all the different lines that they have and throw some money down on your Tigers. Check it all out at Bet Online, where the game starts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Mike G, five and a half wins before we jump into our last topic. Five and a half wins. Um, over? Under? 
Just shooting I'm from the hip a, here. I'm dropping a bag on the over. It, it seems like easy money to me. It, it really, a whole really does. Bag. I'm dropping a whole bag. I, I'm, I'm dropping the future kids' tuition. I'm putting all on six six games. Yeah. They'll get six. Uh, I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Mm. All right, so if, if somebody specifically wins the job this season, which obviously will happen, what do you expect the results to be as far as guys staying on campus and the personnel at the quarterback position at Auburn moving forward. And mm. it's interesting because all of the, the, the three that are quote-unquote competing have already all used their transfer. And so if they were to leave, they would have to sit out a season at wherever they go. And the timing of it all, if it happens early in fall and it's like, oh, I'm not getting any reps anymore. You can just, all right, well, I'm not going to play this year anyway, so you can go ahead and just transfer and get out and just sit this season out anyway. So is there a chance that that happens? And in your mind, if it did, who would be uh, the most likely candidate for that? Uh, Okay, so if last season has taught us anything, it's that you, you have to be ready. If you don't win this job, you cannot unplug. You can't check out because it could be your turn. Sure for a number of reasons, whether the guy who wins it doesn't play well under the lights yeah. or has a rough start or, injury or, or whatever. gets injured right, or sure. whatever, right? Yeah. So um, if somebody is to transfer, I don't think it'll be early. All three have incentive to wait it out this fall to see how the season plays out. Even though um, for, for the future, the, you know, the rest of their eligibility, you could go ahead and sit out and, and virtually not miss any time as you would if you were just the backup. Yeah, I, I just think it would be a mistake. I think okay. it would be a mistake by any of them that if they don't win this job. I think I agree with you. Um, check out. But, yeah, like but, to, but to there transfer. will be places throughout college football that have differing opinions. And it may happen in Auburn with other positions. You never know. But, um, I mean, if you get a lay of the land, it's like, man, I am just not going to play in 2022 where I'm currently at. Like, there's a lot of strategy into just go ahead and jumping in the portal. Yeah, but if even if 2022 isn't your year, is, is Zach Calzada draft eligible after this year? He was I, a redshirt. Fra- I think he's draft eligible. Let's you got to be two years removed from three years removed from high school. Three years, yeah. He wasn't a freshman last year. He was a redshirt player last year. Um, right. So so he's got. I think he'd be draft eligible after this year. I mean, there's there's a lot yeah, of. He was a redshirt man. sophomore. Just because you're not the guy this year, if you're. I don't know, man. Like, there's just a lot. There's there's a lot where you could really position yourself. I could see a scenario where everybody stays. One I think guy he was actually technically draft eligible last year. After last year. Okay, yeah. So, like, I could see a scenario possibly where one guy balls out and leaves. Sure. That's that that's that's a potential scenario. Um, and the number two is the front runner for the job going into next year uh and the number three is the clear number two going into next year yes so that it, there's that scenario but what you're talking about if anybody's going to leave i do think it will be after spring and i actually don't think it'll be robbie I after think fall that, yeah i think okay. if i had to if i've had to you do or you don't think it'll be robbie i don't think it'll be robbie okay i think if i had to pick a guy to transfer tj it would be TJ. Yeah. Uh, number one, because he would have had the most information from this staff. He's been here the longest of all of all of them. So he had a year and then another year to decide whether he wants to stay or go or not. 
And I think after two years, you definitely know where you stand with the staff. So if, if you know, if, if I had to put my money on, on it, on somebody, it would be on the guy who's been here longer and collected more information. I think it makes sense. I think it yeah, absolutely the, makes sense. The other two, the other two just got here. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're going to have to sit out. So you might as well ride it out and at right. least through next spring to see where you stand. And, and I think they'll do that. Mike G, how can people find you, hear you, watch you, support you, all that good stuff. Listen, go find us on the YouTubes. We got plenty of patron content. We've got part two of the Harson interview dropping this week on Thursday. And for our patron members, we have a Jason Jones interview that is live for everybody now. So go check that out. Yep. All at the War Rapport. Be sure to check that out. Become a patron. It is absolutely worth it. We'll be back tomorrow. John Garcia. We're talking all things Cruton. Let's go. This has been... Locked on off. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.